Hello and welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am feeling excited and um, like 90% excited and 10% um, nervous for my move. So just wanted to be honest here today. I really like checking in with myself um, as a practice, just how am I feeling? Um, so I, I encourage you to take just a moment right now and just check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. That's how I'm feeling about my move. Um, in terms of me feeling, uh, how I'm feeling about recording this podcast, um, I'm actually really excited <laughs> to, to like talk about this topic today. Um, and feeling a little bit tired, um, but that's how I'm feeling today. So I, I encourage you to just check in with yourself. Um, even as I just told you the truth about how I'm feeling, I'm like excited and tired. I just felt my body relax just a little bit more. Um, and that's just the coolest thing. Cause I think when you, I don't think when you address how you're feeling in the moment and then have the courage to share that with somebody, you are literally just, you are, you're in the present moment and your body doesn't have to fight or anything. It can just, just relax. And that's such a key. And, um, I'm going to share with you why, and this is actually not pre-planned. It's just so organic, which I love. So, um, yeah, I really encourage you to take a moment and just check in with yourself. Like, how are you feeling? If it's overwhelmed and frantic, then just, just allow that, you know, create space for that. Cause the second you say I'm overwhelmed and frantic, you're a little less overwhelmed and frantic because you just surrendered to it, <laughs> you know? And it's sort of like the whole oxymoron of emotions. And that's what I wanted to address today. Um, I'll just give you a quick little backstory. And I've been sharing it more and more um, privately when I've been doing my breathwork sessions. And it's really been resonating for people. So I just want to share it a little bit more openly here in case you don't know a little bit of my backstory. Um, so I um, spent five years as a chiropractor and I had a lot of... Uh, really cool um, experiences um, as a chiropractor. And I, you know, one of them was working in a veterans hospital. So I got to deal with very complex health issues, um, the most complex, I would say. Um, I also was in um, the gold standard of care in terms of collaborative care is also at the VA. So um, I can send someone for a DEXA scan if I want, um, or like a PET scan if I want. And a DEXA scan is for bone density and a PET scan is literally just to see if there's cancer in your body. Like there's so much collaboration. Like I knew what most of these guys with their medications were. I knew I could see what would happen at any of their other visits. So it was really gold, gold standard of care. Anyway, I won't go off on that. Um, I realized that a lot of the, um, the veterans who were males, I will be honest, um, they had a lot of emotional issues and the emotional issues were not addressed well through any of the branches of health that they were offered. And they were offered pretty much all that are available in the Western world. Um, the psychotherapist, they didn't even have a psychotherapist, they had a psychologist. And um, a lot of them expressed to me that um, they didn't feel safe to actually share what was happening with them truly in those sessions. And um, if they did, they were given a prescription. 
um, instead of um, a human um, who had time. And it wasn't like, you know, this person wasn't good at their job. I'm sure they were very good at their job. It was just a timing issue as well. So um, anyway, I learned that there was an, an importance in for emotions and health early on. Um, and all I could do for them was just listen to them. And all I did was just listen. And I had no agenda. I wasn't getting paid to be there. So I think that helped as well. Um, I didn't know what to do. And um, adjusting them wasn't helping. Um, they they got some acupuncture, which actually helped. But the the most helpful thing was just me talking to them. And the ones that were under my care um, actually showed, you know, really great results. So we would do everyone for like a six. If you got approved, you got approved for six weeks. And it was a trial just to see how you respond. There's a lot of other complicating factors at the VA, but I'm not going to go into them. And so I would get, I would have a certain set of patients for six weeks and um, I'd get to know them and we would talk and stuff. And, you know, mine were, were being discharged um, and they were doing significantly better. And my, um, the person I was working under noticed that um, they were doing better. And so he asked me, what was I doing? And I said, honestly, I'm just sort of talking to them. I'm just having a conversation. And he was like, that's it. I was like, yeah. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the world's best adjuster. I wasn't really confident at that time either. So it wasn't that. <laughs> and uh, I didn't really think anything of it, honestly, after that. Um, it was just like this very overwhelming experience. And I also had to look at my emotions for the first time, really, and it was overwhelming. And so I spent a lot of time really fighting myself in that period and exercising as a distraction and um, yeah, just a whole bunch of other things. So anyway, I learned a lot about the importance of emotions. And then, you know, I had my own, you know, chronic health that, or my own chronic pain that started to, sh to really flare up and show up. And I looked in the Western healthcare um, for my own help and, um, I was told I need surgery. I was told I, I need surgery multiple times on different body parts. No one could really figure out what was going on with me. I had a disc bulge and, you know, don't exercise, don't do this, don't do that. I just got fat really and sad <laughs> and I got worse. And so I noticed, okay, this is not working. And so for some reason I met an amazing chiropractor who was like, you need to talk to this guy. And he was a Spanish sports medicine doctor. And he was really East meets West, but East, East meets West in terms of Europe. <laughs> so it's a bit of a difference. But anyway, he really exposed me to Eastern cultures and the way that they looked. And he was like, you know, read about it and make it your own, um, which I hated at the time. I'm like, just give me the answers. But anyway, I love that he did that. It was so helpful um, because as I researched and did more kind of study on Eastern health, something really interesting happened. And I noticed wait a minute, they keep talking about emotions. And not only are they talking about it, there are literally these old, old, old texts that are saying that emotions are the key to health. I'm like, what is going on? How come you go to like a purely Western text and they're not even addressing emotions? And then you go to these Eastern texts and like, it was like a such a stark difference. Like literally I would go to my Western textbooks and there's like, you know, they're like, they're like pointing at the structure. Like here's the anatomy and here's how it's innervated and here's what, and all this stuff. And they're going to detail on that. 
And then the Eastern texts, they talk about that, but they're also like talking about the organs that are related to those muscles and how the whole system is governed by, you know, a certain area of your body, which is where you store emotions and emotions are the pillar to dealing with these issues. And it was like, duh, obvious known in the Eastern cultures. And then in the West, I feel like it's just like a what? And it was so interesting for me. So I decided to play the game myself and just really be like, okay, what if I address these emotions or what if I, you know, thought about this or talked about that? And all of a sudden I was starting to have profound changes in my everyday experience. The pain didn't necessarily go away in the beginning, but I was starting to feel better. It was weird. Like the pain was there, but I felt better. Um, I felt more confident. I felt more self-aware. Um, and then for me, I started manifesting things like crazy, which was helpful. Um, and one of those things I manifested was a complete remission of my pain. And I don't want to go into all the whole story of literally recorded podcasts on it, but I wanted to just kind of throw this in here as a reminder right now that we are living in a very different world. And, you know, one of my uh, older mentors um, used to say, you know, nature has a way of of really bringing your emotions to the surface. And I feel like um, that's what COVID was about, is really um, bringing us back to this core, this essence that we are emotional beings, you know, we're human beings and we're emotional and it's not a bad thing. You know, I used to say, I used to, you know, really not want to say like, I'm emotional because I thought it was like, I'm being dramatic. It's like, no, I'm emotional and I know how to use my emotions to my benefit. And so I really just wanted to remind you today that, and it's kind of a tail end of my episode yesterday, all stress at the end of the day ends up being emotional stress. Emotions are like a currency in some way. Um, and you want to know how to use that currency to your advantage. If I give you money and you don't know about a bank and you don't know how to use it to get your to get your needs met or to get things that you require it doesn't have a value to you. Money doesn't have a value to you if you don't know how to use it. And it's the same thing like emotions, like they're a currency too. And if you don't know how to use them appropriately, they're not going to seem valuable to you. They're going to seem a nuisance to you, but you're always going to default to them. <laughs> so it's a strange thing because no matter how you're feeling in this moment, there's an emotion that it, that you are experiencing you may be aware of it, you may be unaware of it, but you are experiencing it. And so it's just, it just is very interesting. That's what I mean. It's like the oxymoron of emotions because it's like the scariest thing you could do in the whole world is maybe just what I did in the beginning and tell you how I'm truly feeling. But then at the same time, as I said, I'm tired. <laughs> I've just gotten more energy. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell throughout the episode, I've literally just become more energized and less tired by just admitting the fact that I was tired. It's just such a strange thing um, that I don't truly, if I'm being honest with you, understand. It's like, yeah, you just tell the truth about how you're feeling. You just acknowledge the feeling and then you feel something else. It's it's so cool to me. And um, it's a blessing and a curse in, in some ways. If you feel joyful and you're like, wow, I feel joyful. And you start to analyze the joy, you feel less joyful. Actually, the second you start to analyze any um, higher expression or higher emotion, you lose it. Um, 
and so that's interesting too so it's it's just very interesting to just allow them to be and sometimes all you have to do is just acknowledge them and name them and they just want to be acknowledged and so if you do nothing else today you know, if you can connect to those energy centers, like I talked about, and just acknowledge the feeling that's there and start to feel that, like, you know, I was so disconnected from certain parts of my body. And, you know, when it, when you start to get those body parts back online, you start to feel there again. It may not feel great. And I, I remember being mad, like, you know, my back pain got worse in some ways before it got better. And I was like pissed. And then I realized like, if I feel it worse, I feel that area though, (laughs) you know, like in some ways I'm like, wow, I actually still feel that area. And it was just this, yeah, this really interesting realization. And once I just surrendered to it and surrendered to the emotions that were underlying that and really just accepted them. And they were very, very difficult for me to accept, um, especially because they were around lack of boundaries lack of recognizing my needs and um, just lack of really self-compassion, which is something that I am still in, to this day addressing on a very different level though. And so I think that's why this memory is coming up for me as well, because it used to be a lot worse, <laughs> you know, and there is no better or worse, but like in some ways it wasn't very good. And so it's no wonder that it was um, showing up in my life in that way. And so now there's still room for Im- improvement um I just wanted to share with you sort of like why emotional health is so important to address and again in the east it was the root cause of everything so they were the argument was like even if you experience an illness illness is an opportunity to see yourself in a way that you can't see yourself before so the way that I describe it now is when we're being something so you might be feeling an emotion right now but you're not aware of it because you're in it you are the emotion in some ways and so life is kind of like that so if you're in the process of life and you know people always say life happens you know and so you're in the process of you know experiencing life you may be so caught up in what you're doing that you forgot who you're being and this happens to me too. This is why I think people feel so tired all the time. And the only way for you to actually see yourself is to be really high or really low. So if you're really, really low, you're like, or you're really sick, you're like, oh my God, I really was overdoing it. Or I was doing this or that. Or, oh my God, remember when I used to breathe without having a stuffy nose? Like, those moments and then when you're really really high you could also look down and see yourself and so I think this is why people crave drugs and stuff because they you know you just want to know yourself and be able to see yourself but when you're in it you can't do that um and so I just also wanted to to just bring that up and so it's like you know being high or being low helps us see ourselves and so I'm what I'm asking you to do is not need to go high or low and really just cultivate something called self-awareness. Um, and really, that's the key. If you have self-awareness, it's like a massive tool that will actually transform your life. Because you won't need to be high or low. You can keep experiencing life 
and progressing as you experience life instead of just having Groundhog Day every single day, experiencing the same emotions over and over, which a lot of people do. And, you know, Bob Proctor said this, most people, um, they're, they're like dead when they're 35 and they just are buried when they're 75. And what he meant by that was that you experience the same day over and over and over again. And we call that life and it's not life. It's just experiencing the same emotions every single day over and over again. And Robin Sharma said something very similar recently, how we have the same day for 75 years and call that life. And um, life is way more than that. Um, and that's why I think COVID's a blessing in some ways, because it really shook some shit up. And many of us had to look, and me included, I'm fully in this, I had to look at my emotions in a way I never have before. But it, in some ways, I was forced to create this habit of self-reflection. And it has changed my life. I mean, two years later, I am moving to somewhere I've always wanted to live. I have a career now that I am totally in love with, you know, um, it's changed my life and I can't wait to help others change theirs. So your life can change. I have completely different relationships that are um, way more in depth. They're deep, they're intimate, they are, they're, they, they give me energy, you know, and um, I never had that before. So I just want to share with you also just why you might want to look at this and what area of your life um, do you do you really want to look at first um, or what is being asked of you right now? And you can figure that out by looking at what emotions are coming up for you. So I had a lot of help on this journey. It's not like I could have done any of this by myself. So I had my own coaches. I think every coach has a coach, but I had my own coaches who really held space for me um, to process and understand what my emotions were. And so if that's something you're looking for um, and you feel resonant with, with what I'm saying, I would really just love to help you become more self-aware. And um, I think we, we really need other people in that process. And um, if this is something you feel called to look at and you want to really make the rest of 2022 um, one for the books, and um, really become more emotionally self-aware and, and learn how to self-regulate so that life isn't scary and that there isn't anything that you can't do, definitely reach out to me. If this episode resonated with you in any way, I would love to hear from you. So feel free to reach out to me on the Instagram, uh, the Instagram on Instagram at Dr. Tracy Debbie. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.